You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Listen, people, you better take a 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission. To our ancestors, whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders, whose shadows we walk in, I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors, and we say the word ashe. It simply means, so be it. So we pour this libation to God. For all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured a libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. 
report us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. This call may be recorded or transcribed. In their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted, and we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Shemhotep means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi Hotep family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good weekend. Hope you get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. And I hope the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But of course, if it is not, and it must be done, it has to be done, it will get done because why? You will do it. That's right. You will do it. 
this is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can go to the archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcast. Click on that and drop down. You'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Thanks to my good brother, Brother Kwaku. Appreciate you, man. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media. Once again, this program is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. In fact, all times are going to give our Eastern times. On Mondays, from 8 to 9, from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., Black Therapy Central with Dr. Mawia Kamban, Dr. Kamal Kamban, and their daughter, Nataki Kamban. Followed by, from 9 to 10, every first and third Mondays, Conversations, Reparations with Brother Jamoke and Sister Lacey of Encobra. On Tuesdays, from 8 to 10, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers. Thursdays, from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Thursdays, Mississippi on the Move, the Black Liberation Movement, Mississippi on the Move. If it's Friday and it's 8 p.m. Eastern, it's time for an awakening. Time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard from 8 until Saturday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., the Sankofa Elders Council. The Sankofa Elders Council. And then on Sunday, once again on Sunday at 7 p.m., time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And, of course, the number to call, <clears throat> excuse me, is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. But of course, if you want to listen to those programs, um, you can uh, go to whatever your search engine is, put in Baba Oshi, B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I dot net. Baba Oshi dot net. And once again, there will be programs that are dated entitled. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses is We Buy Black. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses, webuyblack.com. And when you go to the website, of course, there's products that are, there's a package that you can buy. It's like a starter package, which is soaps and toothbrushes and so forth and other things that that, that we produce. And of course, um, there's still... (laughs) Still trying to raise some money to have a supermarket here in the Atlanta area. It's, it's pathetic. I'm serious. It's pathetic. Because it's supposed to be Wakanda. Ain't no damn Wakandas. Ain't no Wakandas on the continent. Ain't no Wakandas in the diaspora. And the show ain't no damn Wakanda here. But anyway, uh, but please um, support the effort to let's get a supermarket here and then let that grow and get one in Chicago, one in uh, um St. Louis, uh, wherever there's a sizable number of us are, and there is none, it ain't about competition. It is about providing, you know, foods and services and jobs for our people. That's what it's about. Yeah, okay. Africa for the Africans, uh, the website is something wrong with the website. So, but please, brothers and sisters, uh, 
Give Brother Bomani Tahimba a call at 404-931-9429. 404-931-9429. In fact, uh, look forward to our conversation Wednesday, next week Wednesday, to talk about his trip to Tanzania and other things that are happening with Africans for the Africans.org. Uh, also, too, if you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to Facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos, go to YouTube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Africa for the Africans.org. Habashaw. Habashaw Incorporated. Habashaw stands for Helping Africa by Establishing Schools at Home and Abroad. And, of course, the Habashaw uh, Program. Man. They're doing the work because I always say they're doing the work here in the Atlanta area and on the continent. Uh, back in October, they opened up the Kashi project. They, uh, it is on, it's happening, it's beautiful. Go to HabashawIncorporated.org and see for yourself all the things they're doing. Habashaw is a Pan-African organization that cultivates leadership in youth and families through practical experiences in cultural education, sustainable agriculture, entrepreneurship, holistic health, and technology. Brothers and sisters, HabashawIncorporated.org. The LEDGE. LEDGE stands for Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics for the Peter Brown. Outstanding work. They deal in the four areas of human existence that are vitally necessary, which is food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects in six different countries in Africa, have over 170 employees and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters, become a member. If you are a member of the Ledge Group, you can buy land in Tanzania for $250 an acre. That's right. That's right. You can, I ain't talking about, you know, desert land. You know, I ain't talking, We're talking about land. That you can build on, that you can grow from, land, ledge for land for the environmental development for group for group economics. We'll be trying to talk to Peter Brown, get him on before the year's out, which is this is it. <laughs> so we'll talk with Peter, brother Peter Brown. Abibi Atumi, Abibi Atumi, A B I B I T U M I dot com, Abibi Atumi dot com. Abibi Atumi has many programs. Go to abbiatumi.com. Make it a favorite. You can listen to this program from bbatumi.com as well as many others. And uh, I'll tell you, one, you know, one thing is always the issue with the... Okay, let me see here. Hit that. Okay, ah, there we go. See, it freezes, then you wait, and then it comes on again. And But bbatumi.com, brothers and sisters, the news feeds, the shops, the members, the blogs, all kind of good stuff. Abbiatumi.com. Smy Pharmacy, S M A I F A R M A C Y, smypharmacy.com. Brothers and sisters, the year is closing and the new year, and many people make these <laughs> resolutions and, and promises and so forth and so on. But if you think that, hey, next year I'm going to try to be more holistic, I'm going to try to ease up off the, you know, the prescription drugs and so forth. Well, Smy Pharmacy can help you. Call, brother, and give him a call at 731-327, Brother Jabril, 731-327-6229, 731-327-6229. If you want to send him an email at smypharmacy at gmail.com, S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y 
at gmail.com. Smile Pharmacy. Moses Drew. The Moses West Foundation.org. The Moses West Foundation.org. Brothers and sisters, they are in Jackson, Mississippi. They have the water program happening in Jackson, Mississippi. I just saw some other information about Jackson. And of course, it dealt with um, funding that are coming to Jackson and so forth. They can quote um, uh, the mayor, Brother Lumumba, you know. And uh, my contention is give um, the Moses West more money to put more machines. That's the bottom line. To me, if you build a water machine and and it's not going to rust, it's not going to break down, it can be serviced uh, 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 every six months, maybe every year, running good, you have water continuously, 24-7, 365, clean, drinkable water used also in aquaponics, aquaponics. So you can grow food if your land is not too good. I mean, just so many things that can be done. There's no problem. The problem is we don't have access to water. There's no water shortage. Yes, Mississippi is drying up. Yes, uh, uh, it's definitely drying up in the Southwest. You know, Hoover Dam, Lake Mead, which was created by Hoover Dam, it's drying up. You see it all the time. But the reality is there can be water. So, yeah. (laughs) Wadada's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar located in the West End here in Atlanta. I'm Ralph David Abernathy. Across the street from the Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, which, of course, is open. The holiday season is upon us. And the Shrine of the Black Madonna open on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay? In fact, here's the number to the Shrine. Give them a call at 404-549-8676. 404-549-8676. And uh, they got Kwanzaa kits. They got all kind of stuff at the shrine. You know that. You know the brothers and sisters at the shrine of the Black Madonna. I know you may not have one in your location, but there's here in Atlanta, Detroit, Houston, a few other places I think too. But anyway, contact the shrine and um, hope they're going to be having Kwanzaa this year. That'd be nice. I'm not sure. Haven't heard anything, but we're going to talk about Kwanzaa in a minute. So, Wadada's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar, located in the West End. And on on Saturdays and Sundays, they have vegan food that they sell and and all kind of good stuff, man. It's a health health section. They have all kind of good uh, vitamins and supplements for your health. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. The Meddu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. And Mama Nia is going to be having some uh, things is is their anniversary, and so they're going to be going some good growings on at the 
Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Give her a call at 404 346-3263. 404-346-3263. She has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, t-shirts, figurines, and uh, all kind of good stuff at the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore in Lithonia. That's off east of Atlanta on Highway Interstate 20, I-20. And get off on exit 74 and go north. And on the left-hand side, about a mile, is the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Give Brother Kazim the Ajamu a call at 770-305-6373. 770-305-6373. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore in Lithonia. Jump back on I-20, going east. The next exit up is exit 75, Turner Hill Road. Exit, make a right. Three lights, make another right. And on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. I got to, brothers and sisters, I've been saying this, so I'm going to go to the new Black Wall Street Market so I can report to you what's going on, especially for this holiday season, at the new Black Wall Street Market. Us lifting us. Us Lifting Us, last night they had that Thursday night broadcast. Every Thursday night, Us Lifting Us on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash U-L-U. And brothers and sisters, uh, the program is from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. every Thursday night. And you can call to listen or you can call to give your questions, comments, or concerns at 929. 477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people. Homeland Village. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Located 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon, Georgia. And Brother Beecher got it going on. He has so much stuff. So many things happening at the Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop. And of course, the bottom line, we want Africa to unite. Give Brother Abija a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. They're open Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Oh, let me give me a shout out on Friday to uh, my good brother, Brother Yusuf Muhammad, and their program, Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, on Blog Talk Radio. Give the pro. It's from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Fridays. From 4 p.m. to 6 to 6 p.m. on Friday, my good brother Yusuf Muhammad at 563-999-3089. That's 563-999-3089. Disaster awareness for community preparedness. Sun got a sense. Sun got a sense. Your one-stop natural shop, located 4140 Jonesboro Road. In Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225. For more information, call my good sister, Shelly Amonset at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. And Sanjay Dash Haiti, Sister Gabby Aurelia in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. Brothers and sisters, go to Sanjay. S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti 
A-Y-I-T-I.org and see what's going on in Haiti, how you can help. You know, beautiful children. You know, they got uh, all kind of good stuff that they're doing. It really is. Because, you know, they deal with education. You see them in their uniforms, uh, health care to make sure that children are healthy, sustainable agriculture. They're growing their own food and entrepreneurship. The chickens they have, they, the eggs they sell and so forth. It's beautiful because, you know, there is no government handout. It is all done by those brothers and sisters themselves. And, of course, with our efforts. But our efforts. Ah, yeah. Akaban Institute. Akaban Institute, of course, is uh, Baba Baruti and Mama Yah. And, of course, they are raising our young warriors. And they deserve to be supported. Deserve to be supported. Make your check of money order out to Akaban Institute. P.O. Box 10786, Atlanta, Georgia, 30310. You can use PayPal, and by using PayPal, go to yahbaruti at yahoo.com. Cash app, dollar sign, yah, Y-A-A, the letter M, then Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I, for cash app. Also, two brothers and sisters, Occupant House is uh, where you can buy books, because Baba Rudy is a prolific writer. Akabinhouse.com. Uh, they have some uh, things coming up this this month. And so uh, Mama Inia sent this to me. I hope all is well. On December 10th, please join us for the African Warrior Women's Day virtual celebration where sisters and brothers will celebrate our warrior sisters, our warrior mothers who reared us and who fought for our people. So you're talking about the elders being honored. Then, as you celebrate Kwanzaa, please join us on Saturday, December 31st, when when Baba Rudy will give a lecture on the Fundamentals of Rites of Passage programs to be held at the Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore and Coffee Bar and streamed live. And I got to flyer there for the streaming portion and uh, I can give you that information See, and finally as 22 comes to an end we pause to give thanks for your ongoing support of our work and the work on behalf of our people Bibi Fourier Bibi Fourier means our victorious destiny brothers and sisters we will be victorious African sovereignty Mama Inia yeah so on Saturday, December 10th from 4 to 6, and it's $10, you know, and uh, sorry about that. And the community circle will be uh, live stream, community circle, and your donation $10 and $5 for teens. And, and so if you're going to use PayPal, once again, it's yabrudy at yahoo.com. If you're going to use Cash App, dollar sign yah, the letter M, Baruti. Including your information celebrating our warrior mothers, your name, and your email address where they can send a link. Okay? All right. And then, of course, on December 31st, Rites of Passage, the Rites of Passage Fundamentals, Developing an Effective Rights Program. 
and lecture by Baba Barudi. And that's going to be Saturday, December 31st, from 4 to 7. It'll be at the Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore, and it will be streamed. Donation is $10 per person. Okay? And once again, the same thing. You know, register to, to register, make donation $10. PayPal or Cash App, include the information, rights, fundamentals, your name, your email address so they can send you the link. All right. All right, family. All right, family. The Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. As you know, I love the Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. Like I say, sometimes I, I deal with the Inye Sesim and it's like <laughs> on time with whatever topic I'm going to say. Although today I don't have a topic. We got a, 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 a Yo Show Friday. Yo Show. So whatever you want to talk about. But um, I'm going to read four of them. I'm going to read yesterday, today, and tomorrow. But another today, which was December 2nd. And this is from the uh, second book. You know, and you say some, volume two. You cannot make yourself whole again by brooding 100% of the time on the darkness of the world. We are the light of the world. Dr. Ivan von Sertema. Beyond Urugu, attempted to rewrite our truth so that the enslavement and the colonization of African people never happened is the socialized nature of the mental cycle, especially true Negroes. Their lives are so self-hatingly empty and full of despair in terms of wanting to be seen having to be some kind of royalty and chronic desire to have a glowing history in order to compete with beings that are nothing to compete with. That they are driven to find something African to disturb and destroy in service of their pale deities. Many even carrying their our colors and fist high spend every waking moment insistently searching to convince their intellectually battered following that anything African which will teach us what actually brought us to this merit in our history, everything which will guide us so that we can better do the meaningful work of moving forward, and that means sovereignty in the real world, is imaginary. Firm, I'm shining and doing it brightly. Affirm, I am shining and doing it brightly. I say, it's imagine. Yeah, they just, you know, that's funny. You know, the people say, well, you know, you, you can't use the word can't hear. It's not, that's not the proper word. You can't, just get that word out of my mind because we affirm that we can. And then when we talk about African independence, African self-determination, African liberation, African sovereignty, well, we can't do that. <laughs> weak, weak-minded people. We can't do that. <laughs> Man. December 1st. The success 
of the movement is going to depend very heavily on the number of people willing to sacrifice in giving some unpaid or fully paid service. Giving some unpaid or not fully paid service. Sacrifice. Let me read it again. The success of the movement is going to depend very heavily on the number of people willing to sacrifice in giving some unpaid or not fully paid service. Dr. Chancellor Williams. Truly benevolent service is given without thought or personal gain. It is a commensurate act of self-love. There is no exception in a heartfelt contribution to the good of one's friends, family, or people, regardless of the sacrifice. Reciprocity is to be found in the benefit felt through one's great, 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 great grandchildren's empowerment. Benevolence is a prerequisite for any victory through the revolutionary force of a dispossessed people because most often a dispossessed people are not in a position to spiritually, mentally, or materially elevate themselves in their own traditions while in the act of being revolutionary. Most often dispossessed people are captives of their oppressors' religion, psychologically imprisoned in the thought process and reason of mental side, self-negation, and other elevations and without direct control over the resources necessary to claim independence. If any of these apply, if these people were spiritually solvent in and of themselves, if they saw themselves for who they were and thought accordingly, or if they had in their possession the physical means to self-sufficiency and self-defense, there would be no need for revolution. Therefore, if we want liberation and sovereignty, we should invest all our energies into sacrificial revolutionary action. I say, firm, I am willing, I am willingly sacrifice my labor to the African nation. Affirm, I willingly sacrifice my labor and energy to the African nation. I say, December 2nd, a lie is nothing for a liar to tell. Johnny May Lloyd. It is one thing to lie. It's another to know the truth, but spawn even more lies to buy time because so many of those you oppress right, rightly refuse to lose memory of your forked tongue as they find their way and discard yours. I call it imperfect lies, impacted lies, the telling of more and more lies based on, depend, based on defending the uncorrected originals. When you have told so many lies on top of each other and over the centuries that telling the truth, <laughs> that telling the truth about one of your earlier fundamental lies would unravel all the lies that have been defensively piled upon on top of each other, thus exposing you for what you truly are. You have no choice but to continue to lie. When your ability to maintain your privilege and controls over others' reality is based on the lie about what you are and who they are, 
you cannot tell the truth. So we must question, at what point do you begin to believe the truth of liars? If I lied to you for a hundred years, do you, when do you start to believe that I'm telling the truth? When I begin placing my hand on the holy book, when I gain, when I, when I again swear to my mother's grave, when I again cross my heart and hope to die, when I again say, look me in my eyes, when I again write it in a contract, unless you have never stopped hoping that I would stop lying, you have to question when Western or Westernized tongues impart lies as truth. If I have lied to you for 20, 50, or 100, or 1,000 years, will you ever believe me? I sure hope not. Affirm, I do not give the truth of liars a second thought. Affirm, I do not give truth of liars the second thought. December 3rd. Where there are no ground rules, confusion has a warm place to grow. Lanny Mateka. Because a number of us find ourselves blindly walking around with an identity other than that which cuts the eye of someone else's dump. We think Europeans are promoting baby making and family for us. We believe that they're about the business of procreation and family because they believe in one love. By now, we should know better than believe the truth of liars. What they do, they do to survive. And survival for these people means the death of those they feel in an eternal competitive competitive survival battle with. The, re- the realization that they have been experiencing zero or negative population growth for many decades is the single most important force pushing Europeans to encourage their women in laboratories to produce as many babies as possible. Ironically, they are trying to reverse a sexual craze that matured in self-absorbed capitalistic side that has increasingly left them barren as a people. In their drive to stave off a nearly irreversible genetic annihilation of their own asexual doing, they are pushing any and all procreative initiatives that hold even the remote possibility of increasing their population numbers relative to that of the others that they have always considered less desirable breeds. This, of course, has been accompanied by coaching these undesirables to encourage in some thoughts and behaviors that led to their zero and negative population growth. Affirm, I am procreating and rearing African nation. Affirm, I am procreating and rearing the African nation. The Inye Sesem of daily revolutionary thought. You know, I'm saying that a long time about the Europeans. In fact, uh, when I heard Frances Cress Wilson many years ago, she said, you know, having done work with Brother Neely Fuller and what they were doing with trying to get an understanding of European, Caucasian extremism, racism, and privilege, which is better known as white supremacy and effects. And uh, what was interesting, 
she said she was at a kitchen table and it just bam like an epiphany and then she realized you know why these folks are doing this you know they, they, there's something wrong with their genetics they have been experiencing negative population growth and if you paid attention to Europe during this uh, COVID crisis when you paid attention to it even before then when these Syrian refugees the refugees from Syria went into the Mediter- Mediterranean and trying to you know, uh, get into Europe they were welcomed in Europe particularly by Germany and Austria and a few other places where their population is older and dying off they need people to do the work and because uh, in the Middle East now, Syrians and others, they look more Caucasian. One could argue they are, just like the European Jews they are, you know. And so they were welcomed into the uh, those countries to do the work that many of the older people cannot do because their population is shrinking. Negative population growth for Caucasians in this country. But what's interesting about this country is that we have been experiencing zero population growth. We've been experiencing zero, which is really to me absurd, but look at the situation. What is the factors? reason why we're experiencing zero population growth we have a young population it's not like the caucasian their population me a mean or average age is in the 30s into the almost to the 40s ours is in the early 20s ours is a childbearing years but why are we experiencing zero population growth they're experiencing negative population growth we're experiencing zero population growth. for everyone that's born there's one that dies and the reason is because these factors from American African men. That's why the sisters say, where are the men? Here in Atlanta, there's, <laughs> I don't know if it's true now, but I remember some years ago, and obviously maybe even deeper, there's eight women to every man. So that could be now 10 to one. Where are the men? But yet the American African men don't want sisters. They want Caucasians. They want Asians. They want outside of our of who we are. They're homosexual. Uh, this is the American African homosexual capital of this country. Homosexuality. There's many factors. There's drug addiction abuse, substance abuse. You know, some of them just plain ain't shit. (laughs) You know, where are the men? Yeah. Mass incarceration. Mass incarceration is a serious one, which also leads a lot of times to homosexuality. And so, the sisters are saying. And it's sad because, you know, 
American African women are the most degreed people in this country, more so than Caucasian men on average, and more so definitely than Caucasian women and other people outside this American African women are the most get the most degrees and so uh, it's tough because the sisters I feel them where are the men we need each other brothers and sisters we need each other unfortunately we're in an environment that perpetuates this ugliness this mean spiritedness so it's a your show today I'm going to do some things though that you know to help spur this conversation on uh, I want to where should I go first let me do this first because we haven't done this in a while to talk about Oh, let me just uh, talk about Kwanzaa right quick and uh, and Lou Rawls. Yesterday was Lou Rawls' birthday. That's right. Lou Rawls, brother out of Chicago. I like Lou Rawls. I don't know about you. I was going to play something. I'm going to play something else, though. But, um, you know, love some of his music. You'll never find. <laughs> yeah. He was born... Louis Allen Rawls, December 1st, 1933, in Chicago, Illinois. He made his transition January 6th of 2006 at the age of 72 in Los Angeles. Excellent singer. His early years in gospel in Chicago. Yeah. In the Ida B. Wells projects on the south side of Chicago. I'm familiar with the Ida B. Wells project. In Chicago, yeah, right down, right down the street from the Carruthers Centers of Any City Studies, with my good friend Dr. Jacob Carruthers and my good friend, let me put it that way, Brother Conrad World, Baba Conrad World, who's also an ancestor, had the Inner City Studies. He was singing in churches, and then he met up with Sam Cooke and and uh, Curtis Mayfield. They had they sung together and gospel groups but one of the things that uh, Lou Rawls did and that is uh, in 1980 he began the Lou Rawls Parade of Stars the telethon for the United Negro College Fund he raised over 250 million dollars at the time of his death in 2006 and nobody picked up the mantle now one of these damn so-called entertainers picked up the mantle to, 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 to keep moving that along. Man. I tell you, that that, that, that bothered me. But I, cause I remember the telethon that he used to do. And usually it wasn't on a national network. It's one more on the independent networks. You know, where of course the uh, Jerry Lewis <laughs> telethon would be, and haven't seen his his uh, Labor Day telethon used to be, if you remember that, 
and of course he's passed. And he was, you know, his his sponsor was Budweiser, and they sponsored the UNCF telethon. And yeah, Budweiser. Yeah, Lou Rawls, brothers and sisters. His birthday was yesterday. Uh, if I try to find somebody who I think we want to give some love to, a lot of times, you know, we definitely want to do that. We definitely want to do that. Good, good man, Lou Rawls. Another brother who made a transition. Last night we had a conversation. We had a message. We had a. Um, Zoom conference for the upcoming um, <clears throat> for the upcoming mm-hmm. yeah, let me see if I can get that for the upcoming um, Kwanzaa season and and so we got uh, some good information here I got for you for the Kwanzaa season. And I know for us here in Atlanta, we have a pre-Kwanzaa with us, ASCAC, the Association for the Study of Classical African Civilization in Atlanta, and WADU, the Worldwide African Diaspora Union. And that's going to be this Saturday from 1 to 3 at Pittman Park Recreation Center, located at 950 Garibaldi Street here in Atlanta, 30310, which is just right down the street from where I live. You can take that going east. And, but anyway, uh, yeah, there's going to be drumming, dancing, special elders honor, and family fellowship. The special elders honor actually is a, is a uh, really uh, an honor for uh, my ancestor now. And that is Brother Akbar. M Hotel. Brother Kenneth Zaki, one of the storytellers here in the city of Atlanta, brother from Cleveland, Ohio. Very good brother. He has the art studio and where I remember that's where I met Brother Akbar Muhammad. We were um, um, preparing Kwanzaa celebration for the Metro Atlanta Kwanzaa Association, which has been organizing Kwanzaa's here in the city of Atlanta. for many, many years, and I worked with, with Brother Akbar Imhotep. And Brother Kenazaki sent us out. He said, greetings, Atlanta fam and, and others. It is with a heavy heart that I share with you the passing of Baba Akbar Imhotep, puppeteer, storyteller, poet, cultural ambassador, father, friend, and son of the Red Clay State. I met him 35 years ago, and we built the Metro Atlanta Kwanzaa Association together with others and, be, and became to go to the organization for Kwanzaa information. It became the go-to organization for Kwanzaa information and events. Well, last night I received a phone call from his daughter who asked me to speak to him even though he couldn't speak back to me. She told me that he was transitioning. I didn't know what to say except I love him. And I thanked him for being the role model he was. I thanked him for his love, for his people, and the work he did 
and the legacy he created. I thanked him for inspiring me and so many others. Shortly after that moment, his daughter texted me and told me he transitioned after my words. I am honored that he thought enough of me to reach out. I'm still at loss for words. He meant a lot to me and to this community. I told him I will pour libation for him at Kwanzaa season. Another tree has fallen. Thank you for those beautiful words, Brother Kenneth Zaki. Another great poet and storyteller for Brother Akbar Imhotep. You know, um, I was talking to, I didn't know he, you know, there's a network of storytellers. And he knows my friend, Brother Tejumala Olaboni. Brother Teju is another great storyteller. You know, national storyteller. In fact, he's award-winning storyteller. Teju is something else. He's high energy. Love that brother. Love Brother Akbar Muhammad. Heard him perform and tells children's stories. So yeah, he made his transition. But we're going to have a pre-Kwanzaa tomorrow from 1 to 3 at the Pittman Center in the Pittsburgh community it's the Pittsburgh community of Atlanta you know and uh, we're also going to be streamed it's going to be streamed and um, here is a code if you got Zoom if you got Zoom you can put in this code okay the, the ID meeting you got Zoom, you can put in the ID meeting. The number is eight four three zero seven zero six six one six three. I repeat from tomorrow you got Zoom on your computer on your phone. Put in eight four three Zero seven zero six six one six three. The the passcode seven one zero five three two. The passcode seven one zero five three two. And then you can get uh, the program that we're going to have at the Pittman, and it's going to be an outstanding program. It's going to be great. So, Kwanzaa. Yeah, like I said, man. Yeah, Baba Imhotep. That was deep. Made his train. In fact, <laughs> um, when I came on the the, uh, the 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 Zoom meeting last night for the pre Kwanzaa to be held tomorrow, you know, they had him um, doing the presentation. They had brother brother Akbama. Brother Agba Imhotep doing a presentation in that, and I was unfortunately I had to make, I was the one that made the announcement that he had made his transition, and I was like, wow, you know. And then one of the brothers and sisters who were in, in the conference called Brother Kenneth Zaki to confirm that he had made his transition. So now we're going to honor him. That's right, we're going to honor him. Because he was an esteemed elder, now he's an esteemed ancestor. Made his transition. Um, 
Haven't done this in a while. Haven't done this in a while, and that is to uh, basically state why we are always here doing this. You know? Because we're trying to change the mindset of African people. We're trying to make sure that we understand that what we have to do is nation building. What we have to do is prepare ourselves for independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty. When you listen to this program, you understand that the model of this program is pan-Africanism or parish. Unify or die. And it's just, that's it. Family, that's it. There is no other discussion. Everything else is moot. If we're not talking about independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for us as a people, we ain't talking about a damn thing. That's our discussion. The brother who wrote The Sovereign Psyche, Ezra Erahon, said, there is no other historical instance of a formerly enslaved people who valued integration with their former captors to the point where they completely abandoned the superior wealth of their own homeland. That's just, that's it. There is no other in the history of human beings, no other instant where a formerly enslaved people, us, we valued to integrate, and that's not even a, a, a word that could be done because integration is we respect what you bring, that I respect what you bring. We bring it together. We integrate it. And now we work for betterment. No. They had no respect for us. There was no integration. It was a forced assimilation of a, a fallacy. This, there was no similar. <laughs> there is no other historical instant of a formerly enslaved people who valued integration with their former captors to the point where they completely abandoned, completely abandoned the superior wealth of their own homeland. Man. It's deep, ain't it, family? We abandoned the wealth of Africa to be in this madness. I have traveled across the length and breadth of Africa and I have not seen one person who is a beggar, who is a thief. Such wealth I have seen in this country, such high moral values, people of such caliber that I did not think that we would ever conquer this country unless we break the very backbone of this nation, which is her spiritual and her cultural heritage, her culture. And therefore, I propose that we replace her old and ancient educational system, her culture. For if the Africans think that all that is foreign and English is good, 
and greater than their own, they will lose their self-esteem, their native culture, and they will become what we want them to be, a truly dominated people. Lord Macaulay's address to the British Parliament, February 2nd of 1835. Kwame Nkrumah in his speech in 1961 four years after gaining independence I believe strongly and sincerely that the deep rooted wisdom and dignity the innate respect for human lives the intense humanity that is our heritage in African culture in African culture united under one federal government will emerge not just as another world block to flaunt its wealth and strength, but has a great power whose greatness is indestructible because it is built not on fear, envy, and suspicion, nor wine at the expense of others, but bounded and founded on the hope, trust, friendship, and dedicated to the good of all mankind. Speech of Freedom, Kwame Nkrumah. Some years later, he said, if we do not approach the problems in Africa, not in Ghana, not in, Zim- not in Zimbabwe, not in no, in Africa, period. If we do not approach the problems in Africa with a common front and a common purpose, we shall be haggling and wrangling amongst ourselves until we are colonized again and become the trolls of a far greater colonialism than we had suffered heretofore. Kwame Nkrumah. Is that not the truth? Is that not the pathetic, sad truth? To be truly liberated, African people must come to know the nature of a European thought and behavior in order to understand the effects that the European has had on our ability to think victoriously. We must be able to separate our thoughts from their thoughts so as to visualize a future that is not dominated by Europe. This is a, this is a demand by an African-centered worldview because why? We are Africans, and because the future toward which the European leads us is genocide. Marimba Ani, my friend, she's she's still in Ghana. She's still in Ghana. Love to see when she gets back. She's still in Ghana. Yeah, we got some phone lines open. Three four seven, three four seven. Good afternoon. Oh, yes, yeah, good afternoon. Uh, what's happening, O? What's happening, my brother? How you doing? I'm good, man. I see Sister Arimba. She decided she wanted to spend the so-called white man holiday at home. Yeah. But the funny thing is, they practice Christianity better than we do. <laughs> it's sad, man. Believe I've been to Ghana. They're going to just have a beautiful yeah. time yeah. praising the Sky Daddy and yeah. having that. Yeah. I don't know if they have their trees up. I, I, you know what? That, but I, was, I know it's going to be a 
it's going to be a festive occasion. And, um, hey, man, you know, yeah. Let, yeah. Them, let, them, let them enjoy it, you know. Hey. The only, the only thing they're going to be missing out on is some some chitlins and, <laughs> you know, ham hocks and all that other nonsense. But they'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be all right. Man. But, you know, oh, I was um, I was saying as you was talking, I don't know if. Well, you, you got cut off. I didn't do that. His phone, the call dropped, so Jay will be calling back. But I'm going to, you know, hopefully he comes back now. If he doesn't, I'm going to take a break. It is that time. And um, after the break, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, Jay? Yeah, man, I'm sorry about that. I don't know if you saw that uh, um, so-called commission or governor or whatever out in California was talking about um, black people owe, uh, owe billions and billions of dollars in reparations. Now I want to know, are they going to pay it up? I don't think so, but let's, you know. You know they not. Yeah, I, I you don't know, think they so. They, yeah. can't even, they can't even give no. the homeless people a place yeah. to lay their head, yeah. but they can give these billions of dollars to some damn white Ukrainians who are nothing more than than Nazis, you know what I mean? For one, for one, to dog everybody else out for being anti-Semites, and them Ukrainians are some of the biggest anti-Semites in the world. It, it you know, the contradiction right is they, is wild, they, but exactly, it but is. you know, I I would just hope at some point in time in our lifetime, maybe somebody will expose how they send these monies over to these countries and then it get back door right back to them and their pockets get lined and things of that nature. And where does the money really go? It's, it, it, it's really some, some funny business, you know, at play. Yeah. But, um, I know, I know you sick of all of the advertisement that's going on for this foolishness that will be over on Tuesday. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh man, God. Jay, I, I was talking with a Jay, friend of you mine. Just don't yeah. know, brother, because it seems like they have an election every year or two, man. Since I've been here, I've been here eight <laughs> years now, and I, I'm just so full of it. And the fact, because there were, you know, there were two runoffs. There was, there was a runoff right. with Ossoff and uh, Warnock to be senators in the general election, and now this midterm election. Although the midterm election, the runoff doesn't seem as important because they're already in the Senate. But it is important to the extent that it gives the uh, Democrats uh, some more leverage in the but Senate. But let me ask you this in all honesty, O.C. I know you don't live in Warnock District or anything like that. Well, no, it's, he's a state senator. He's a oh, state, yeah, but, yeah. but I, I know that. You don't live oh. – well, you live in oh. what you call – but I, I was going to ask you, in all sincerity and honesty, is Georgia any better by having that pork chop chicken eating pet preacher in office? As opposed to Herschel Walker? Well, to Herschel Walker, Poverty? no, yeah, no. Walker, yes, but I'm saying but, but, on the whole, is it better? Is yeah, Georgia yes, any better? Because Are why? They getting... Yes, because why? He was, okay. you know better than having a Republican. 
I don't like the Democrats. I don't like the Republicans. I often said and have been saying for decades, it's this different wing of the same filthy, funky, nasty bird. So it doesn't make any right. difference to me. But the fact is that Warnock can be more accountable than the Republican can. Because to me, the Republicans uh, who lost this seat, uh, what's his name? He, he ran for governor against, against because uh, Trump told him to. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I... But they don't, but, but no, the question is, O.C., so you do, with having Warnock in office, you do see a little bit of, um, sure. Sure. you know, pork, as they say, coming to Atlanta. Right. You know, they do get little trickets. But I know with Republicans in office, and this is a prime example that I always use, just look at Kentucky. Mitch McConnell supposed mm-hmm. to be the mm-hmm. head, the head, you know, senator or whatever, and blah 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 blah. But his con- his state is damn near the lowest in every mm-hmm. index group in the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is he doing other than becoming richer than he already is? I mean, you know, and, and and I never understood, and that's why I don't like politics, but to a certain extent, how the people they don't grasp that, they don't they don't get that, mm-hmm. they don't compre- they don't comprehend right. that. Right. You know, that's the most frustrating thing. Here it is: you impoverished, you live in a impoverished community, you have no services or nothing, but you'll vote for that devilish cracker. Mm-hmm. Under the auspices of what? Right. Of only auspices that it could be is that yeah. he white because yeah. he ain't providing no services it, it is. or anything like that. Right. It isn't one it's more. Honor- like Walker won't provide anything. All Walker will do is vote against whatever whatever the, the Republicans Democrats say. Are trying to to, right. imp- to right. implement. But then again, here here goes the evil. Here go the evil of the Democrats. The evil of the Democrats is what they just did with the railroad workers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's always because they should have fought they, because they should have fought for the railroad workers to have those benefits, seven particularly days. to help you the sick days, days and the benefit. They, that that's what they should have did. And now that yeah. they said this little watered down piece that uh 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 um what you call said he gonna sign as soon as it gets to his desk. I'm saying, no, don't sign that. You know, put some more teeth in it. Be real about it. Because and, and, there's a lot of people in the railroad workers, they're pissed. Of course. And, and, and mm-hmm. the sad thing is that that people aren't organized to the point to where as mm-hmm. they could do something about it. Because to me, that's just, that's just Democrats using you again. Because, you know, let's be honest. All the Democrats and Republicans care about is the rich. They don't care about everyday people. They don't care about middle class people. They don't care about working class people. They they care about people who are at a certain tax bracket. And once you reach that certain tax bracket, then it's all it's all good. And for somebody who's who's reached that tax bracket, I can tell you, man. The benefits when you weigh it against the cost that happened to society, to be honest with you, it ain't worth it. No. It's not it's, worth well, it. You see, know what I mean? So if you're into the money, what happened with Trump 
there were many brothers and sisters, I guess, who said, you know what, I, I don't like Trump, but he was good for me. It was good for me. It, it, you know, uh, it, from see, a that's BS. That's BS. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something, man. They saying he was good to me. Oh, let me tell you something, buddy. Who, who's in? Who's in that bracket? I ain't get that much more. I ain't get that much more. But I could tell you this: I have friends of mine that who ain't in that bracket. I'll give you an example. I'll give you a perfect example. I got a friend that make around two and change a year, mm-hmm. right? And he has a mortgage, right? And the thing is, he was getting back on his mortgage, say, around 18000 Do you know when he did his taxes after the tax break that his mortgage was capped at 10000 Okay. Now so there's he, a so, lot so, of there's a lot of everyday people who make decent money who suffer so from he, that. Okay, so yeah, I got a I got a couple of I got a couple of thousand more. Mm-hmm. But in reality, in reality, how did how did I really benefit from it? Right. Because you know what happened? A family member got into a crisis, and who the first person they you. call? You. And I mean, I hate I hate saying no. Right. I hate saying no, but I'll say no to you in a minute, especially if I ain't got a real relationship with you and I done gave mm-hmm. you money before and you took too long to either pay it back or you didn't pay it back. It's the saying I grew up on. I learned this at 14, 15 years old. My pop said, no new money on old money. And that was, don't borrow no money from me and don't and, and not pay it back. Mm-hmm. You'll never get nothing else. And you know something? Oh, he stuck to he stuck to that principle for my whole life. I messed up one time. I messed up one time acting a fool, and he punished me for it. Mm-hmm. Even though I paid him the money back. Mm-hmm. Hey, I learned that valuable lesson. But you know, nah. I mean. When you in when you in those seven figure, you know what you call them. Yeah, you get a little, you get a little bit more. But believe me, man, the cost that is costing the country and is costing right. everyday right. people, it, it's exactly. not worth it, bro. It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's, not it's worth a damn it. shame. You know what I mean? Because like because it, that added should be to whom much is given, much is required to help the least of these. That's the deal. And, you and don't, don't. You don't live like that. You don't, you don't live like that in that country. But remember. Remember, until maybe 20, I think it may be 30 or more years, 30 or more years, people that were making that serious money was paying a hell of a amount in taxes, man. Yeah. I saw a list. I saw a list that um, in the ninth, before the, um, before the crash, um, people were paying like 70 percent more in taxes if they was over a certain amount of wealth. Yeah. And then, you know, as time went on, it done changed to now, you know, you ain't really paying no serious money in taxes if you had a certain bracket. You know, that seems to be tax loopholes and all of that nonsense. That seems to be the only area that Republicans and those who support that, you know, with Republicans, not just from Trump, but previous Republicans that they can get that they have money 
and they can find ways to get more money or save more money or not pay taxes to the extent that they should. Because it's the fantasy again. It's, you know, the one thing I, I, I didn't, I realized it, I, I knew about it, is the fantasy of the white man is he always think that he's going to get rich yeah. and oppress other people. Well, see, and hey. believe me, when you, when you get money, money is, unless you really have somebody to assist you and to help you plan and do certain things, when you have a certain amount of money, man, well, I'll be honest with you. That's it's why you're supposed to hire a, a, a broker and so forth. But listen to this, man, and, and I'm going to take a break, uh, Jay. Uh, you know, the fact of the matter is that Caucasians feel, just like there was discussion about is this economic system is so oppressive and so wrong, there should be redistribution of wealth. Caucasians, the poorest ones, were adamantly against redistribution wealth. Yeah. The Democrats, Republicans, whoever else in this country are against capitalism, is against redistribution of wealth. They don't want yep. to be fair. They don't want to be just. They don't want to. Be. No. You know, in fact, Caucasians believe that somehow, some way, I too can be rich. I too can, you know, have a big windfall. And I can be rich, even though I'm poor as hell. And just like uh, 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 LBJ, Lyndon Baines Johnson, so told, sold that to the other poor Caucasians. At least you ain't black, you know. Hey man, you white, and you, you bum, white, and you could that's be what rich. That's what a bum on the street told my father. That that's what a bum on the street told my father, man. And my father told me that. I, he said to my father, "I don't care how you look down on me. Always remember, I'm a I'm a white man, and my situation can change at the drop of a dime. Yeah, yours can, yeah. and that's probably you, one you of the still most will be true black. statements I ever heard in my life. You'll still be black in the white man society. Listen, Jay, I appreciate you. Man. I'm gonna go for a break. Okay. Uh, catch you on the other side, my brother. Stay with me. Appreciate it, brothers and sisters. You're listening to African Perspectives." Here on the Motherland Media Network, on timeforanawakening.com, and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We're going to take a break. You stay with us. We'll be right back. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. I got a special person on the line here. Uh, good afternoon, my brother. How you hotel, doing? Hotel, hotel, hotel. How have you been, man? Man, I've been wonderful, brother. Been wonderful, man. It's good to hear your voice. No, man. good to um, hear your voice, man. Believe me, yeah, brothers and sisters. Yeah. This is brother Alfonso Watkins. Uh, when I first started in trying to do a radio program, me and him did a radio uh, program together uh, for about a few weeks, a few months, a couple of months. Yeah, and, a few, a couple of months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah enjoy back, it. back in back in the mill town. Yep. Show. Are you still in uh, Arizona? Yeah, brother. I'm still in Phoenix, man. I'm still okay. out here in the desert in the wild, wild west. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I'm so glad to hear your voice. And in fact, when I do the announcements of other programming that they have here on Time for an Awakening Media, I also announce the uh, elders of Sankofa still. But I heard uh, because uh, Dr. Rogers told me they don't even have the program going on right now, or it's on a different right. network. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, they did. Um, they took a break for a minute, man. You know the the elders, they elders. <laughs> yes, so you they know are. That, that's, yeah, they elders. So you know, it, yeah, a lot of people don't really understand the the the, the work and mm-hmm. preparation that goes into preparing these um work these these radio broadcasts. Right, right. You know, yeah. That's so right. a lot of people don't understand that. You know, understand the production, the mm-hmm. you know the gathering of the material, getting right. people engaged and involved. It's a lot of work. Yeah, and it, you got to have a program that flows. You know, I've been fortunate now yeah. to be uh, on eight years, eight years here uh, in in Atlanta. Um, when I left Milwaukee, what we were trying to do, and then um, I was on Blog Talk Radio for for a while. And uh, one of the brothers who heard me on Blog Talk Radio out of Philadelphia, brother Ralph, he uh, turned me on to Time for an Awakening with a brother named uh, Brother Elliot Elliot Booker out of Philadelphia. Brother Elliot, right? Yeah. Right. So I've been on. Yeah. And man, so yeah, much love to you, man, because you've been holding it down for a while, man. So much love to you and your commitment to our people, man, to our liberation, to our struggle. Big brother, much love to you, man. I pray that the Creator and the ancestors continue to strengthen you and bless you and guide you, my brother. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm going to play something that was my desire to play this particular piece. It's not that long. Hang on so we can have some more conversation, okay? For sure, big brother. Oh, thank you so much. I, that's my good brother, brother brother Alfonso Watkins, and out there in the, out there in the land of the sun, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> I said to my, to me, though, I was always always said, man, it's too damn hot <laughs> and too white. <laughs> I couldn't deal with it. Um, brothers and sisters, this is from the Pan African Federalist Movement, the piece that they had been playing. I've been playing for many times. I haven't played it in quite a while, so um, it's a good one for discussion. Unite as nations, 
unite their imaginations, their dreams, aspirations, and capabilities to grow in Africa and a race that will be able to self-determine and compete against other races. A man called Kwame Nkrumah came and said the same message. And another by the name of Malcolm X said the same. But the question is, after almost a century since the rise of Marcus Garvey, has Africa achieved unity? Do we control our resources? Do we unite in our aspirations, dreams? And have we elevated Africa into a continent and a race that can compete and self-determine against other races? The truth of the matter is we have failed. We have failed because we have remained divided. We've continued to work as 54 different states that continue to be subjugated. This is why the French continue to have 14 colonies on the African continent. It is why 36 African countries have got American bases in AFRICOM on their soil. It is why many African countries continue to sell their resources, their institutions for debt to countries like China. And the question that I'm now challenging you, the woke generation with, is what are we going to do about it? The reason we've got wars on the African continent is because we're being divided for conquest. The reason we've got sanctions on the African continent is that all the independent knowledge and education, the power to take control of our resources can be destroyed so that Africa can continue to be colonized by our Western colonizers. This is why now we need to rise. Remember that you, the African-American, with all your paper money, the greatest wealth among all black nations only have paper money, but the true wealth is in Africa. The true wealth is the reason why Africa is under sanctions and war, the one that Europeans want to keep for themselves. You need to bring your paper money, your skill, your knowledge, your frustration back to Africa to invest it in the control of real wealth and real resources in the form of the oil, the diamonds, coal, lithium, cassiterite, and all the other resources that the Western worlds are fighting to control in Africa. Your paper money can be leveraged into machines, skills, technology, and the knowledge that Africa needs in order to move and prosper. You, the Caribbean, with your skill, power, determination, you, the Jamaican, the first people to resist European colonialism, you, the Haitian, the very first black peoples to defeat a European army, you are the answer to Africa's problems. You, the European African, with all that you've learned and earned, the basketball player, the soccer player, the sportsman, the singer, the musician, the actor, 
with all your billions of dollars are the investment that Africa needs to stop its dependency on the colonizer. It's about time that we rose. And I'm saying that Marcus Garvey's dream can be fulfilled because when he dreamt it, not a single country, not a single African country was independent. When he dreamt it, not many black billionaires existed, if any. But today we've got black billionaires. Today, the richest man in Africa is a black man. We have what it takes and the capacity that it takes to grow our continent into being a continent that can be respected, can self-determine, control its resources, control the processing of those resources and create currencies based on those resources to be the leading economy in the world. With that, we can industrialize grow up the technology curve and begin to create the machinery, the tools to defend the sovereignty of this continent. And now I say it's time that we unite. We have countries like Zimbabwe under U.S. war sanctions to make it unattractive for any African to come because Europeans are preserving it for themselves. But I'm inviting you my African-American brother, you Africans in the diaspora, you Africans on the continent to say, come and take advantage of the greatest reserves of lithium, chrome, gold, true wealth, land, an opportunity to develop infrastructure for us to create wealth as a people, for yourselves, for the advancement of Africa. The time to awake is now, but awakening takes action, pride, investment, development, innovation to give our people power. This is the time. Yes, it is. It's been time. In fact, it's been overdue. Brothers and sisters, this is what we must do. There is no other alternative. Either we unify or we die. It's either Pan-Africanism or we will perish. It's the bottom line. It's the bottom line. I'm not going to read the announcement. I'm going to go right now back to uh, uh, my brother, Brother Alfonso Watkins. My brother, what's been happening with you? Oh man, um, um, just over here in this in this desert, man. You know, I stepped out of out of the trenches of Milwaukee for a minute. You know, that's always going to be home. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But, same but, here. But you know, in my military training, you know, sometimes it's good to retreat and mm-hmm. and and you know gather gather the troops right. and you know right. re-strategize about how you're going to approach. You know, you mm-hmm. know, attacking and um, defending yourself against your enemy. So uh, that's how I'm looking at this this place at the, in the desert, man, over here in this heat, getting this vitamin D. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that'll, that'll protect you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, man, just really working on, man, um, getting a better understanding of the science of um, these psychotropic medications, um, okay. you know, the, this mental health piece. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my area of, um, of expertise. Right. Um, just getting a better understanding of how this chemical warfare is being implemented on us, man. So, um so just been studying, man. Just studying, Good. bro. Because to me, uh, you know, you're dealing with the metaphysical part of. I deal with the reality of the impact 
of, of, of the mental side that is affecting our people and trying to release the vice grip or break the chains or trying to get us to step outside of what these Europeans have imposed upon us so we can use our right mind. We can think clearly, right. you know, because in this society, everything is geared towards messing your mind up, getting you to think a particular right. way to get your money, to, to get you to do things against your best interests, you know, right. consistently. And right. so, right. so that's my thing, you know, but I know right. you have, right. uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah cause part yeah, of what, um, uh, what uh, my research and my studying is, um, capitalism breeds a dysfunctional personality configuration in us. Mm -hmm. And, and, and when Du Bois was talking about their dual consciousness, he, he, he has started, started the process of us understanding um, what that personality configuration is. And the longer we participate in it to a certain extent, the more engulfed we become involved in it. Mm -hmm. and, and so we are engaged in a social construct that is, um, once again, is dysfunctional for us. Right. So, so a lot of times, and even in the context of the linguistics, man, the language of, of just even a speaking this bastard language, man, it, it, mm -hmm. it, it keeps us under a spell of not being able to organize and unify to a certain extent because mm -hmm. many of us, we assume that we all understand the, the etymology of the words that are being used. And we see the problem so with that is, yeah, because the problem with that is there's so some words have multiple meanings, you know, right. different connotations of those meanings. You know, in fact, in the ASCAC um, uh, book, uh, um, Plenary Challenge, you know, ASCAC is an association for the study of classical African civilization. Mm -hmm. And the brothers put right. that out uh, even, uh, uh, before uh, the Queen and Zinga, who was the leader of ASCAC at the time and a few others. But they put the book out. But there was one chapter in there that I that I'll always remember. Can you can we liberate ourselves in another people's language? You know, mm, that's real talk. Can we liberate ourselves in another people's language? We don't have control of this language. You know, right. it is not ours. It is theirs. You know, and that's why one of the brothers that call here consistently talk about we need to develop a language that we can speak to, have some cultural privacy so we can move. Because a lot of times they know what we're talking about. Right now, right now, me and you, this conversation we have on this program every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from uh, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, you know, I'm quite sure they're listening. So they're, Let me listen to this. You know, they say, so I'm, I'm not scared. I, I don't give a damn. I'm going to say it right. and, and try to do it regardless because it, it's either we do it or we die. So, right, but, right, but by right. the same token, uh, I advocate us maybe learning key Swahili, learning Swahili, mm -hmm. hell, pig Latin, yeah. whatever we could do. So when we, yeah. me and you come together to have some discussion, we, you know, instead of them understanding clearly what me and you are talking about, we may throw this, that, and the other end, you know, and so we can make sure that we're on the same accord on the same page. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. So that's, so just, man, just getting a better understanding of, the, of, the, of these sciences, man. So as I get back out and start, you know, um, talking on radio, kicking it with you, going to workshops and training, just taking it to another level as to um, what, from a, from a clinical or black African developmental psychology perspective, some of the things that I think we need to um, be more in tune to as we socialize our children in this process. Right, because... And, and, how, and how we are equipping them to be able to function in this dysfunctional environment. Mm-hmm. 
And see, the thing on that is, is that so many generations have happened and we see what the result has been. When are we going to break the God, excuse me, when are we going to break this chain and then put into the minds of our children the direction that we, that they needed to go so they can clearly function in schools that even though they may not be ours, I prefer that they be ours. I prefer that we have schools like Baba Baruti's, you know, liberation Mm -hmm. schools or schools that, 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 that'll give you the understanding of why you need to learn these things as opposed to all the other bull that they give you in public schools. The majority of our children are in public schools. And even the choice in charter schools, they, of course, are just like the public schools. You know, they're not African-centered, you know, see. So, but man, I'm I'm sorry. I was going to say I'm excited about this, man, because I'm glad I got you. And I want to try to find a way that we can, you can come on maybe once a month. Or something like that, man. It'll be great to let, do that. Let's let's talk about that, man. Because, like I say, there's a um, the the science. What they doing now, man, is on a. These some mad scientists, bro. Um, blah, blah. <laughs> I know, man. They're, they're crazy. They on a whole nother level, level. man. Yeah. When you think about AI, mm-hmm. AI, the oh, yeah. video game, yeah, um, artificial the intelligence, is deep. what they're doing to the brain mm. to to our children. Mm-hmm. Um, the psychotropic medications, so so the, the chemical, the psychiatric warfare, biological, all that, man, they then took it to a whole nother level, man. And, and we just not in the spaces to disseminate the information to our people in a way that needs so we can help our people understand they need to protect their children from these telephones, those video games, man. Um, spending more time with them out in nature so mm-hmm. that they alg- so they so the algorithm so they natural. Uh, the, the natural algorithm, the energy of their body can mm-hmm. be in tune with the universe. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a whole lot of stuff going on, man. I just think we're not having conversations about how to protect our future generations from what's to come or what's already here. Right. Yeah. I, I, let me see if I can play this particular piece um, that uh, Brother Paul sent me. You know, uh, it was, it means it's just a deep piece, man. It pretty much is saying what you what you have said is that you know these cell phones, uh, so close to you know your ears, and your, they give off these waves and so forth. It, I mean, it's not good for you from a health standpoint, you know. No, nah, and, nah, and and and, and, nah. and and the long range uh, effort uh, that is. Yeah, let me see if I can find that particular piece. Yeah, the, the damage that it's doing to our neurotransmitters, man, in mm-hmm. the brain, and you know, it's, it's interfering with how the dopamines and serotonin is is um you know, is being reproduced or or transmitting the transmission of um, information or energy. So, so, so as we start to engage and move into the twenty first century, we just got to start having some different conversations, man, because this cat is on a whole nother level yeah. of genocide. Yeah, he on a whole other level of genocide, man. And 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 to me, that's why it's vitally important that we listen to the brothers and sisters such as yourself, <laughs> brother Kwaku, brother uh, from Milwaukee. Said it's a, definitely a pleasure hearing from brother Alfonso Watkins, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get at at Kwaku. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get at. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that it sure is, man. But it's definitely important that we hear from those who are doing the work, those clinicians who are involved. And so, because a lot of times they, they, you know, they don't do too much stuff clandestinely. They out in the open. They bold with their shit. 
You know, man, real. That's real talk. Right. <laughs> they, they like what you what y'all gonna do? do right. Because I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm going to do right. it. I'm gonna do so, it now. What y'all gonna, gonna do? How y'all mm-hmm. gonna counter this? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's real talk. <laughs> yeah. So, man. Uh, anybody yeah, else? Yeah, I woke up this morning, man. Yeah, um, I, I woke up this morning, man, with you on my sphere. I said, let me call the radio show and see if I can get just just feel your frequency, your vibration, show you some man. love, man. And once again, O'Shea, every time I hear you, I just want to let you know, man, you had a major impact on my life, man. Just watching you in Milwaukee, um, watching you, um, your libations, man, you know, going into the mm-hmm. schools, working with us, man. So appreciate you, brother. Much no, love and respect. Man, you. thank you, man. You gave me a shrill, man. I really thank you for that, brother, because uh, I recognize you as a true warrior. I recognize you as somebody I definitely admire and respect and how you carried yourself and, and, and how you presented, you know, the culture to other brothers. So you were, you were, you were fearless, and I respect that. Thank you, brother. You know, Thank you're you, brother. fearless, Thank man. You. You're a true warrior. In fact, uh, when, I, when I listened to Baba Baruti, and I know Baba Baruti personally, and, uh, man, it's somebody you need to contact with, man. Uh, Baba Marley Mu Baruti, just an outstanding brother. He's he's a yeah. giant in the movie, yeah. as you know. And uh, uh, I think about you because, I mean, we're trying to get brothers and sisters to begin to think in that mode. Uh, we have a caller. Caller, go ahead. Unknown caller. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Baba uh, this is uh, Brother Alfonso. Uh, this is uh, Brother Paul from across the pond from the UK. Go ahead, Brother Brother Paul. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, good morning to your guest. And, uh, you know, I just have to um, re- reiterate everything he said. I mean, obviously, Baba Ochi, I've never met you in the in the physical, but I've definitely been acquainted with you in the spiritual I uh, say. for eternity mm-hmm. because we share right. the same spirit and you know absolutely um, uh, Baba Ochi um, as your guest was talking I was thinking um, you like I've said many times to the listeners they, this sounds like a broken record but it's absolutely true um, you're, you're the same age as my father right and my fa- my father had an older brother, probably about five, I think he was about five years older. And he was an engineer. And I and on weekends I used to work with him. Um, he was he 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 used to repair these machines in industry, compressors we call them, all sorts of machines he used to repair. And um, he 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 um, explained to me he was working on a machine one day. And it has something, a frequency modulation um, system where what it does, it uses FM modulation to heat the glue. Mm. Uh, You know, the glue, what they use Mm -hmm. to um, put in kitchenware, you know, when they compress these woods, Mm -hmm. um, chipboards and stuff. And this particular machine, you have to calibrate it to a particular frequency. And I I remember I was working on that and I felt sick. And then he explained to me, um, yeah, some people get like that. Um, it, look, cut long story short, he died of a brain tumor. Mm. But before he died, mm. he actually told me, he told me in no uncertain terms, because he, he was a, what we call a field engineer. So he when, he when he was out in the field, he told me that he had the first generations of mobile phones, you know, the big um, mm-hmm. brick things yeah. that he used to carry around. Right. Yeah. He told me in no uncertain terms that it was that was the cause. 
he said he remember when he first had it and every time he used to ring because before before the, the those mobile phones he had the CB the the CB that's what he used to, used to have that's what the engineers used to have and then the, those phones came in he told me he said that uh, um, it, it, it was those working within that industry which gave him the brain yes he fully articulated it so you know from that point on i mean he's been dead now probably about 15 years um i always knew i mean he was no idiot i always knew in my mind that uh that these uh um these technology you know it's it's not just about 5g i mean i'm talking about 15 years ago mm -hmm. it's not just about 5g 5g is just a name but it's the electromagnetic frequency gives off radiation. I mean, even your TV does. Even your every electrical device gives off radiation. Mm -hmm. It just depends on how concentrated it is. Mm -hmm. Now, what right. people are saying, they're, they're saying that uh, this is um, they're trying to argue that this new technology, mobile phone. I'm not just talking about 5G. I just wanted to make that clear. They say they're trying to say it's non-ionized, and what that means is that at the frequency it's emitting that it shouldn't have an effect. But that's an absolute lie. It's just an absolute lie because it's concentrated. It's, it's there all the time. And obviously, anything there all the time, if you drink water all the time in large amount, you would drown. You understand? Mm -hmm. if, you, if you drink water excessively, although mm -hmm. water's harmful, mm -hmm. you need water, right. you, you, your internal functions will start to get... You know I mean? so waterlogged. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. you, you internally drown. So the reality of it is, is that, um, you know, obviously because they're trying to push this new, uh, you know, the, this is their control mechanisms. So they, they like, so, you know, I absolutely appreciate what your guest is saying. And obviously, you know, there's a need for this information. Like he rightfully says, people have to be um, Africated on this information, they mm -hmm. do have to be Africated on this, uh, you know, because yeah. it, it's it's a reality. Yeah. It's a reality. Right. Thank you, brother Paul. Thank you, my I say. Yeah. I say. Mm -hmm. I say. Yeah, yeah man. Um, part because part of um, Ocho, I'm like I said, I'm just I've just been over here, man. You know, I didn't had a couple jobs. I'm in the spaces where I've been, uh, the title is clinical director, but it's just giving me access to information. And, you know, we it's like being the spook. You know how we, do, right. we gather the information. Book by the door, brother. That's and, you know, right. and, and, and bring it back to the family, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. um, but what I'm learning, man, is that um, a lot of these, um, these the, the pharmaceutical drugs that they're creating, mm -hmm. um, the, the chemicals that they're using are interfering with our neurotransmitters in a way where they not won't be able to reproduce themselves. So, so part of what what's happening is we they're putting all our babies on these medications mm -hmm. at the early stages of their human development. So, what's happening in their brain development? They're not able to acquire certain levels of capacity of um, to be human. Because it's interfering with yeah. their um, the, the terms that they that, we, that they use out here. It, yeah, is right. their um, mm -hmm. their intellectual um, emotional capacity to be competent. Mm -hmm. And so, so we see in our, in, in our children that they're unable to regulate their emotions. And that's and why so they with them being able to unregulate their be able not to be able to regulate their emotions, they're going to become more violent. That's right. And so, be so what you're seeing is. So what you see with the video games, when you think about from a historical perspective, and we need to start doing the research, 
with 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 Call of Duty and um, Grand Theft Auto, mm -hmm. the surge or the surge of um, violence in car thefts have went up. So mm -hmm. we need to do the research on these young brothers and young sisters of how much time they have spent playing those video games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So we can see it, but once again, from a scientific and research perspective, we need to have the data so our, we can sit, let our people know these are games that you shouldn't allow your children to participate in at these early stages of their development. And then not so only they, they not, and not only that. Go ahead, bro. And not only that, because uh, uh, you look at this society. This society has been violent since its inception, since Europeans right. came here, since Europeans came here, and now. The fact that there ain't, ain't a damn thing this society is going to do about proliferation of guns and, and assault weapons and so forth in the society. They ain't going to even mess, even think about messing with the Second Amendment. They ain't going to do a damn thing about that. And so as a consequence, you're going to see more and more. I mean, they've had over 600 mass shootings in this country this year 600 mm -hmm. and each year has been going up for the last decade let me get this brother in and because uh, i know we we're going to close in a while oh man we got a whole bunch of folks man brother you done lit up the, <laughs> the scoreboard <laughs> you done lit it up <laughs> four four three four four three good afternoon <laughs> Brother Oji, Brother Oji, thank you for taking my call. Brother Irv here. Hey, Brother Irv, how uh, you doing? The brother that you have on right now is right on point. Uh, he's he's absolutely correct. But what what Arugu does is he blurs the line. He makes you believe that because you're raised by a single parent, that you're more emotional than other people. You're 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 dealing with emotions because you've been raised by a woman. You take on some women traits. That may be true, but it's also true what he said. You are more emotional because you're playing this video game that tells you that I can kill mm. people and they just jump right back up in 15 minutes. Actually, they don't. They don't right. jump right up when you actually kill someone. And he's and he's right about the neurons. Let me simplify what he says really quickly. I know you don't have much time. The, the brother that did the OJ case, the lawyer, what was his name? Um, Which one? The lawyer who did the OJ. The, the OJ trial? Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran. Cochran. Yeah. yeah, Johnny Cochran died from a brain tumor. From what I understand, I may have to research it a little more. But what I understand, Johnny Cochran kept an earpiece in his ear constantly. Mm. Now, oh. think about an earpiece that you put in your ear. Mm -hmm. How do you think that the sound is from this ear to the other ear? Mm. It's, it's, there's no wire. So it goes through your head. head. Exactly. It from, it, come on now. Right. So that's, and that's why I know what he's saying is true. Mm -hmm. it, it goes from he One ear to the earpiece and, mm -hmm. and he died from a brain tumor. And, yeah. and for some reason, oh, there's no connection. Come on, brother. You yeah. can't tell me you keep that thing in your head and, it, and it's not going to affect you in some kind of way because you can hear every, what they're saying. So I believe what he's saying. He's absolutely correct. And really quickly, uh, Brother Oshi, I've called another radio show this morning and I um, said some things. I think I've kind of upset the people. But see, when you when you speak the truth, Oshi, yes, right, this is brother. what they said. I said what I, had to, I said what I had to say, and they said, thank you for your call. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know. That's when you, you know you're you, you want to. <laughs> That's for sure. Real talk. Real thank talk. you for your call. Uh, uh, yeah, say, yeah, call again. Thank you. Bye. And went on. Went bye. on to the next caller. Yep. Because they knew. And, and basically, really quickly, I'm, I'm done after this. All I said 
But if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the, <laughs> the same, same results. results. Exactly. That's, that's it. That's I mean, it. when you get off this radio show, you guys are running over to Macy's to buy you a Christmas. Well, you, you go, well baby, going to have a Christmas now. And you're going to have a pine tree to worship. Yeah. Don't, don't know why they're doing it. Don't know Don't know who, who said do it. But they're doing it because their parents did it and their parents did it and, so and their forth. parents yeah. did it. So we, right. we are breaking the chain right now. And this brother right here is giving us some information that we already know. We know this. We just, mm. don't, we just right. don't want to accept it. And, and, yeah. and we are, are the people who live the double consciousness. You're mm. absolutely correct. But once you once you go to the other side, I'm talking about that retirement side, you can say what you want. I yeah. don't go to work right. every day. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. And I and I and yeah. I got I got very strong when I retired. Even though I'm older, I got strong. Mm. I got strong in my mind. Yeah. Because yeah. I had to I had to live that double consciousness, brother. And you and you you gotta feed your family. I don't tell nobody the, the black power to these to these crackers because they I'm telling you, and I call them crackers, because they they're gonna make it they're gonna make you hurt. They will make you hurt. They will not mm -hmm. promote you, they will not do things for you. So yeah. you play the game and you do the thing, but at this point, I will die for what I'm talking about. And I'm I a say. scary man now because I'm not yeah. afraid to die. That's I'm right. a scary I person. Say. Yeah. I, say. I appreciate you, oh, brother. Thank you for taking, thank no. you for taking my call. This All brother right. is fantastic. I love you, man. Love okay. you too, dear brother. Thank you, brother. Talk to you later. Yes, Talk to you later. Yes, sir. Let me, let me catch 931. 931-913. Excuse me. 913. Good afternoon. 913. Yes, sir. How are you, brother? I'm doing well, man. All right, brother. Yeah, I appreciate what you all are presenting. You know, I... I often, uh, I, I'm, I'm almost convinced that if we have to, and I've spoken to you about this on this uh, program before, mm -hmm. but, you know, you, you never know who's listening, and I'm hoping that someone can carry this torch to, to wherever it's going to go. We have got to develop our own methods of communication. Right. I mentioned that you know, earlier. As long as we, mm -hmm. yeah, we, as long as we speak English, or a language that they can easily decipher. I mean, there are people listening to this broadcast mm -hmm. down at the Pentagon, the NSA, right now. I mean, I mean, it's. I, I used to work for the FBI, and I, I'm sure they know. But, but the point is, I'm saying is that there's nothing that you can do in their system that they don't not only know about but manipulate. Right. So they will make you think that you're making progress. Well, if you just do this, if you just hear this enough then they already have the defense and a way for them to benefit from hearing what it is you're discussing. And that's why right. I'm saying in, in any warfare, even when they, uh, for instance, when these white folks was over here trying to take Indian property, the Indians were able to communicate why, how? Mm -hmm. Through smoke signals. Right. Well, white folks don't understand smoke signals. <laughs> and so they would get, Indians to come and be on right. their side, side to Nick, decipher right. mm -hmm. the smoke signals. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that essentially in warfare, the number, and that's where we're at. You can call it what you want. You can call it socialization or politics or whatever. This is war, man. Mm -hmm. It is. It's <laughs> war. Are, we are at war for the minds of our people. Well, okay. And not only the mm -hmm. minds, the activities of our people. Mm -hmm. And see, this mm -hmm. is where it's important that if and in war, if you don't have a secure method of communication to your troops, you lost before you fight. Mm -hmm. I'm telling yeah. you. I'm telling you yeah, what I know. Fun. I mean, yeah. history 
history tells you that. Mm. And that is the reason that most of their uh, uh, institutions, particularly uh, 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 government institutions, mm-hmm. they surveillance is – hey, let, let, me, let me give you an analogy, and I know you don't have a lot of time. But, you know, back in the days of when plantation was legal, quote-unquote, the slave masters would send people out to the cabins where the slaves at night were talking. And they would secretly sneak up and sit outside the windows and listen. And so because they knew what the plans were, they knew who the leaders were. Out in the field, you couldn't, they couldn't tell. But they would hear who the people who had good thoughts. They would hear the people who were leaders among their own people. And they knew what they had planned. So since they knew what they had planned, they were very capable of putting up the defense Mm-hmm. And not only the defense, the manipulation to make sure they walk right into the trap. Mm-hmm. We have been captives in a prison because we do not develop a way to communicate with ourselves that the, the that our opponent cannot quickly and easily not only decipher but set up a defense for. So I'm, I'm saying some some bright brother or sister out there is going to hear what I say when I talk about it. And I'm talking about what I know. I know. So surveillance uh, is a number. It is right. the number one method of oppression of us as a people. We know what they know what we're going to do before we do it, and so it's very oh. easy. If I if I got the keys to your house, your house is not secure. Yep, I hear you, oh. brother. Well, thanks a lot, brother Rick. Oh. I'm gonna catch another I'm gonna... caller here. Okay, and I, then I want you to respond, brother Alfonso. Okay, let me just catch another caller because we're past the hour. No problem, brother. Thank you, brother. Three three four three three four. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, brother OG. I'm so sorry to be jumping in and on the call, but that last brother, is there a way that we can connect um, at all? And and I would love to talk with him a little bit more um, because I, I just kind of wonder about this communication. If there is a solution that could be found through that, then I'm wondering what is it that I could do. Uh, or what is it that I need to learn to be able to work towards a solution? Yeah. And, well, and so if there would be a way that you sure. could connect us, that would be great. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to talk to Brother Rick, and uh, and, I'm, and I'll be more than likely uh, affording texting you his phone number, okay? he's uh, All right, thanks. Uh, hey, Brother Rick, are you in, in, in Toronto? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, I have a way I will uh, – mm. Well, I should say call the FBI. They're looking at it right now. <laughs> but, but let me let me let me let me let me put into motion. Okay. <laughs> let me put into motion uh, okay. an example of what I'm speaking about. I will speak with you, brother. Okay. Ocean. Okay. I will give you a number that you can contact me by. It's not my phone number, but okay. it's the number that you can contact me by anytime, twenty four seven. This okay. is war. Okay, I hear you. And then whoever you oh. feel is um uh okay i don't want to use the term qualified but whoever you feel you should give that number of contact to i will give you permission to do so Mm. all right but then you give me then 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 brother rick you give me a buzz you know you know the number right 414-324-5 okay cool i'll do that all right, Brother Lusk. Peace and blessings. Thank you peace. so very much. All right. Peace, peace, Until family. next time. And all, all praises to the ancestor, uh, Lou Rawls, and uh, yeah. may we uh, always remember him. Right on. Okay. Mm. All right, Brother brother Alfonso. 
Thank you so much, man. I just want to please thank you, man. Oh, you know, you you just made my day, dear brother. You know, and I and I think I thought I thought about you last week. You know, we talking uh, we was talking about it with a brother. We're talking about uh, uh, the psychotherapy thing, and I said I know a good brother. And at first I said Milwaukee, but I said no, no, no. He's now in, in, in Phoenix, where it's too hot and too white. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I don't mess with them white folks. I just out here for the heat. You know I, hear you. I hear you, brother. Yeah. But, Oshie, I want to come back, man, be on the show, kick it with you so we can go a little deeper and go deeper, man, because sure. we're saying something with the brother talking about that communication piece, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's critical for our liberation and, and, and freedom, man, if um, if we are able, going, able, and able to be able to do this. Because yeah. when you think about um, Haiti, in um, Ethiopia, man, mm-hmm. um, how they were able to keep their independence was right. because they 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 wasn't fighting behind enemy lines. And what we're attempting to do, man, is is going to be real difficult. Right, we behind enemy lines trying to you know exactly. see ourselves, and it's it's it's, it's, it's a it's mm-hmm. a difficult task. And yeah. and, and we so cold, though. I, I believe we're gonna get it done. No doubt. But it's it's gonna it's gonna require a, a whole nother level of consciousness, though. Mm-hmm. And see, cause I think I, I, and I'm, I'm the same way. I'm up, even though I, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday I come on here, and people might think that it's pessimistic, but no, I'm very op- optimistic. You know that right. we will win right. ultimately, ultimately. Right. But the thing is, it, it, it doesn't look good because we're in the belly of the beast. We're in the midst of an and, open and sworn and enemy. You see, real talk. Yeah. Right. And, and and they know where to hide now, man. So you mm-hmm. know they see us, we see them, and, and basically what this European Anglo-Saxon male is saying: what what y'all gonna do? Mm. What y'all mm-hmm. gonna do? Yeah. So you know we gonna have to do something. Yeah. We are, yeah. brother. Man, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. You have a blessed, a wonderful weekend. You man. too, brother. I'm gonna get back at you, man. Much okay. love and respect yeah, to so the family, can, man. So we can way. find ways. Yeah. So we can find ways to schedule us up that we can least get you on here because you can see i got a lot of good listeners brother you know brothers yeah. and sisters that it's call tough. and very very hard conscious brothers and sisters and those who don't call who are listening man so i'm ble- i've been very blessed to, to be on this platform and, and to develop over the years it's been eight years man yeah me and you so man I'll never forget that day at, at, at the at the church station, man. You know, the radio station that was a church, uh, a religious station, man. And we'd be throwing fire. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Good, good memories, man. All good right. memories. Love you, big Love brother. You. Love you, man. I'll Love be you at too, you my soon, brother. man. All right. Brothers and sisters, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen B. Coe. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out, and they show the hell don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful weekend. Shimhotep means go in peace. Isante Sana means thank you. Bivivardi means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. Peace, family. Be safe this weekend. All right.